The Arkansas Department of Human Services reports a decline in youth entering foster care, but fewer are leaving state custody. Ozarks at Large's Jacqueline Froelich spoke with the director of the Division of Child and Family Services about the critical need for foster and adoptive families, as well as how the agency is preparing to respond post-Roe. The Arkansas Division of Children and Family Services, DCFS for short, headquartered in Little Rock, has seen a steady decline in the number of children and teens entering foster care. But kids leaving the foster care system is a different story, says Director Misha Martin. Um, We report in our annual report card, and you can see trend levels of our entries and exits. Um, I actually pulled it all the way back to um, 2015. And we have been pretty stable uh, on the number of kids entering care, even pretty stable through the pandemic. Last year, um, which was kind of post-pandemic, was the first year that we actually saw a decline in children entering foster care, a slight decline. But we can since the pandemic, we have really seen a decline in the number of children exiting foster care. So really, our increase, even through the pandemic, was because we had a decline in children exiting foster care. And that's for a myriad of reasons. Um, You know, we've had a lot of turnover. There were service delays, staff shortages in our providers, which makes it harder for the families to get the services they need to to reunify with kids or for kids to um, get permanency. The number of youth entering and exiting foster care is always fluid. For example, data show a spike in July 2021 of over 5,000 in the system. But over the past 15 months, the numbers dropped. Martin says the division's campaign called Everyday Counts launched that year really helped. What it is is um, everyday counts for our kids in foster care. Every day. Um, No child should be raised by the government. And every day to them is important. And we need to be working with a sense of urgency to make sure that kids are safe and to move kids towards permanency, whether that's reunification, adoption, guardianship, whatever is most appropriate. Child welfare agencies in more than a dozen U.S. states are preparing to respond to the impact of the reversal by the U.S. Supreme Court of Roe v. Wade, including in Arkansas, where a strict abortion ban is now in place. In recent years, more than 3,000 Arkansas women annually, according to Planned Parenthood Great Plains, obtained either medical or surgical abortions. But children born as a result of abortion denial are more likely to live below the federal poverty level, according to survey research conducted by the University of California, San Francisco, and experience poor maternal bonding. Martin says the division will mobilize if any help is needed. Well, I'll say that I'm very grateful to our governor who has really taken on um, how to make sure that we have maternal support in many other ways besides just child welfare. Um, we we have families that are, are prepared to take infants if we do see an increase in children. Current DCFS data, however, show a steady decline in available foster family homes. The Annie E. Casey Foundation Kids Count cites this as a nationwide trend due in part to foster parent recruitment and retention challenges. Inflation is also now a burden for many Arkansans. Martin says her staff work diligently, including during the worst days of the pandemic, across all 75 counties, day and night, responding to infants, children, and teens in crisis. So more than 50% of our kids come into care um, due to neglect and substance use. So it is a major driver 
for our kids entering care that they are in immediate danger because one of their parents, caregivers, custodians is using a substance and has put them in immediate danger, either through neglect or some other type of abuse or neglect. Such cases may involve environmental neglect, for example, filthy apartments and homes, medical neglect, inadequate food, clothing, or education. DCFS also takes in children who've been abandoned, battered, sexually abused, exploited, or trafficked. The kids that come into care, they not only suffer trauma before they come into care, but coming into foster care is a traumatic event. We try and reduce that trauma by by placing them with somebody safe and appropriate who they're connected with. So that's our first, like, how do we help those kids that are experiencing trauma? Number one is we need to be able to safely place them with someone they're connected with. And when I say connected, that can mean hopefully they have family, safe and appropriate family that we can coordinate placement with. And then if not family, a term that we use is fictive kin. Fictive kin are individuals who are unrelated by birth or marriage, but are shown to have close personal or emotional ties to a child or child's family. More than a third of children in foster care in the U.S. were successfully placed with kin, a growing trend. Lacking foster homes, some children are safely placed in group homes. For example, the Northwest Arkansas Children's Shelter in Benton County, which also provides emergency triage. According to an annual report card published by DCFS, fiscal year 2022 shows 31,800 cases of maltreatment were reported in Arkansas. 80% of those cases were assigned to DCFS. So the pathway to kids ending up in foster care really starts with someone calling the child abuse hotline and making an allegation of abuse or neglect. DCFS then goes out, assesses the safety of that child. If the child is in immediate danger, the child is placed in foster care. Now, we investigate over 29,000 allegations of abuse and neglect, and we work with those families. We actually serve more children in home than we do in foster care. So not all kids that are reported to the hotline come into foster care. But if they are in immediate danger, they come into foster care, and then we file court proceedings to move forward uh, with them um, so that we have court oversight on every foster care case. The judicial review process begins with probable cause for placement into foster care and an adjudication hearing two-way evidence. Intensive case management is initiated, followed by court monitoring and permanency planning. The ultimate goal, Martin says, is to reunite children in foster care with their families or guardians. But right now, Martin says, residual effects from the pandemic continue to take a toll on the division's workforce. We continue to struggle with turnover in our staff. Um, We have a little under um, 1,100 staff across the state that work these cases and serve children in foster care. And right now we have a 22% vacancy rate across the state. Now, we have some areas that are more stable than others. So we definitely have some areas that were more in crisis than others. We've seen some stability in the Delta, but we're struggling in the more urban areas like um, Pulaski County, Washington County, um, and some some other areas that have even a higher vacancy rate than our statewide average of 22%. Despite such obstacles, she says, the current DCFS workforce continues to serve in extraordinary ways across Arkansas. She cites an incident in Boone County recently where a group of siblings were rescued but had to be placed in different accommodations. 
that team, that DCFS team brought all the siblings, transported them from wherever they were and hosted a Thanksgiving dinner at DCFS and the workers cooked to themselves and had a sibling luncheon at Thanksgiving. They didn't have to do that, but that also reduces trauma for those kids, that those kids had an opportunity to have Thanksgiving with their siblings um, who were separated. And I, I just think those people are heroes in my world. To become a foster parent, search fosterarkansas.org. To qualify, Martin says, you must be 21 years or older, own or rent a suitable home, be financially stable, and submit to a criminal background check. Children in state foster care unable to be reunited with family or kin are placed for adoption. If willing to adopt, the nonprofit Child Welfare Group, Project Zero, Martin says, hosts an Arkansas heart gallery featuring photos of available boys, girls, and sibling groups. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Jacqueline Froelich.